Uh, should we call up our notes? We have notes? Did you write something? <laughs> you did. Did I? Hey, eyes over here, pal. <laughs> My eyes are up here. <laughs> and <laughs> the reason I can say that is because yes. it's just called Two Live Bros. <laughs> I still think that's an awkward title. Oh. But uh, that's fine. That's fine. We can go with it. It's all right. But you may also know it as It's Just Called Two Brothers. And it is. I'm Marcus. I am James. Hey, welcome, everyone. Welcome. To uh, the, the Christmas Spectacular. <laughs> no, no, this we already did three Christmas Spectaculars. Oh, this is the New Year's Extravaganza. Oh, okay. Because it won't be out before Christmas, so that, our last show, I guess, was our Christmas. Yeah, we're, we are recording this on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. um, mere hours from <laughs> Christmas, an hour and 44 minutes to yeah. be exact, in case you're all <laughs> keeping track at home. Well, time is distorted when you have a child, so yes, your, your idea of bedtime is probably way different than mine. That's true. Well, she usually goes to bed about seven fifteen, so and we're three hours past that. So, yeah, yeah. so it's like six hours before I usually. Go <laughs> You're a crazy man. But you, just, you go to bed. I never. I got used to it during school, and then I never. I never got out of it. But that's the weirdest so part. I, I mean, I if I couldn't stay up that late because I always had an eight o'clock class. Nah. So every day, uh, so you always schedule the um, like your your brass class or your woodwinds class. Those are always at eight o'clock every mm-hmm. day, you know, like five days a week. You're trying to learn a, a new instrument for a quarter, uh-huh. you know, trying to jam in, you know, a, a, a prose worth of knowledge right. in a quarter, enough to learn the pedagogy of it. It's like, ugh, well, eight o'clock it is every day. Which isn't too bad, no. to be fair. No. Uh, it could be, you know, six or seven. So, I mean, who yeah. knows what they consider extracurricular. It's like, hey, we can't eat into the school day with this if you want to teach it. <laughs> 6 a.m. Yeah. Well, and then you get to school, and if you want to have an extra class, like usually it's jazz band. Hmm. That's the zero hour class, so that's usually at seven. <laughs> Better than the witching hour. Yeah. <laughs> so th- this is also a very special episode because uh, we're in the same room uh, for the first time ever uh, hence, on hence the show. The term two live bros. Yes. So welcome to Marcus coming <laughs> down you. and see me at my actual house. Thank you very much. It was a wild wet drive. No doubt. Hmm. So three hours uh, in, in a bit? I, yeah, it ended up being three and a half-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it was uh, stopping for food and coffee, but the other was uh, it's a it's a twisty, <laughs> windy mm-hmm. mountain, I guess, at least some hilly bit. road, yeah. Yeah, for some some bits, mm-hmm. yeah. Between, uh, between Eugene and Roseburg, it gets a little, right. it's a little hairy. Yeah, I wasn't uh, thinking about it. And um, it's like two and three lanes wide. Mm-hmm. On one side, and uh, I'm used to much wider freeways. So, <laughs> yeah, I would say. So yeah, or at least uh, open spaces on either side, and much, you know, much flatter. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it was dark by the time you yeah. got down to that section. Yeah, I still haven't gotten used to the fact that it gets like dark at four thirty or mm-hmm. so. It's starting. Sunsets yeah. at four something. Yeah, this um, we just passed the solstice, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's starting to get. Uh, plus, the cloudy overcast really makes it get darker sooner, but right. uh, or feel darker sooner. But yeah, 4.30, it starts to dim. <laughs> right. That's like dusk. And now we're on the upswing. Mm-hmm. So when we get to the summer solstice, it's going to be like, you know. A whopping five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be like 10 o'clock before it gets fully dark. Oh, yeah, because it's the exactly opposite. Yeah, it's shorter now, but longer than. Yeah, That's sure. how, yes. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Bright, bright until 10. <laughs> I remember school things. When a sun and a moon love each other very much. <laughs> 
They love each other enough never to see each to other. To stay on opposite sides. <laughs> on opposite sides. For the good of the child. Right. In the center. And they just share. Share ownership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> custody in, of one in the days. Custody of one in the night. And occasionally, they line up for trips to... Yep. And the child Disneyland. is... Uh, I was trying to think of the solar equivalent of Disneyland. I can't think of one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But... Uh, Plutoville. <laughs> sure, why not? Then the child's name, is, of course, is Sisyphus. <laughs> it's, this year uh, has felt like it, I'll uh, tell you. Hey! Oh, excuse me. That's the mic table. Sorry. No, no jostling the mic. Sorry. I'll cut that part out. Sit perfectly still. Yes, well, it's a rocking chair, so <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. Uh, why did I choose a rocking chair? <laughs> because it's comfy. It's nice. Because nerves. It's one of my um, one of my proudest acquisitions. <laughs> All these chairs uh, that that you see about, uh, which are say <laughs> three of like, them. They look like you took them directly out of the band room. That's that's exactly what they are. So when <laughs> I go to the, they're valuable prizes. They it, that's right trophies, if you will. <laughs> well, when I go when I go to a uh, music convention, uh, the mm. the music teachers conference, mm-hmm. the corporation. corporation uh, has a has a booth show, showing off their wares, the latest in posturific ch- music student chairs and music stands and risers and all that uh, stuff. They so they take those and then I one year several years ago I went, walked by and I jokingly said to the to the person attending the booth I said free samples heh heh and she said yeah no oh, what <laughs> I said oh really he goes yeah what do you want? I said, uh, one of those chairs is pretty nice. She goes, okay, come back at the at three o'clock on the last day and I'll set you up. Let, wow. me, let me take your name. I'll write it on this chair. So I know it's yours. It's like, cause they don't want to haul it back and it's, sure. not, it's not theirs. They don't, you know, yeah. no skin off their nose and it's free advertising, you know, for wherever it goes. That's the, uh, that's the Comic-Con principle. Oh, really? Yeah. If you haven't sold your stuff by the end of like day three, then there will be a fire sale on nah. Sunday because you don't want to haul that shit back with you. Yeah, because you always have way more than you can get rid of. You, if you're, yeah, if you're a self, unless you're lucky, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but you you remain hopeful and bring a couple of extra boxes of things mm-hmm. just in case. You never know. But uh, yeah, inevitably you'll have to take it back with you, and so yeah, prices slashed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have seven of these. <laughs> so you ran this scam at every conference. That's right. That you've been to. Yeah, pretty, and then pretty soon you laugh at the same every time. It's I like, do. Yeah, I it's see, like that's this sort of thing with the. the do you yeah. come with a car? <laughs> oh, you. That's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. There. Yeah. Do you come with a car? Oh, you. <laughs> do you come with the car? Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. I say. <laughs> For example. And they, they say, yeah, huh. let's see. It was the same uh, the same regional rep uh, for a while there. And so by the third time, she was like, ah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I've got your chair waiting in the truck. Yeah, yeah kind of. But then uh, but then the next year it was a new new person. Huh. And so I had to train them yes. again. Uh, well, I didn't really have to train them. I was like a little wary. I was like, should I do it? Huh. Yeah, what the heck? I mean, what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, right. Nothing. They can say no. You can say no. Yeah. That's all. So, uh, as introverted as we, we could be in our lives, uh, i got to step outside if I'm, you know, getting some swag. Mm-hmm. So, these chairs are like 75 bucks a piece if the school buys them. <laughs> yes. Right? So, I'm like, I can't afford that. So, free well, sample? Yeah. But if you see them out of the context of the classroom, they look pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not, you know, I, Ikea... Uh, the right. cheap end of Ikea, for instance, would never hold up, you know, under 
hundreds of children over the course of a few years. Right. But these things will. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. rickety as some of ours were in class, it's because hundreds of kids had sat on them for years. Exactly. These are the newest ones. The, there's no front supports. It's kind of a rocker. Excellent. Yeah, pretty sweet. So that's been Chair Talk. Chair Talk. We didn't have a huge agenda this time. No. We were just thinking vaguely, like, let's do a live show. It'll be fun. Yeah, and we'll talk here. about things. That's right. We, we can <laughs> BS with the like, best of them. Yeah, sure. We've already expounded on lots of the Christmas stuff, so uh-huh. that's not probably too much of that. I don't want to bog down and remember the Christmases <laughs> when when we uh, were so poor and yet we had so much. <laughs> Lessons we learned. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Everyone learns the hero's journey. It's not always a a happy one. (laughs) Um, We were going to do a quick shout out back to our previous episode because we we neglected to uh, to talk about uh, Murray Laws, Maury Laws, Laws. and uh, Johnny Marks, who did uh, some of the great great music from the Rankin Bass stuff, like the original uh, Rudolph Red Nosed Reindeer. Right. And a correction corner before that, uh, I I don't know if it was an awkward edit or if I just bounced off of what you said but when i listened back to the show i had i made it sound like the soundtrack to charlie brown christmas was overtly religious oh i remarked upon i didn't yeah i I meant the episode of course yeah the quotation from the bible part Mm -hmm. but (laughs) i did want to say that yes the the soundtrack i agree with you it was different than and still is Mm -hmm. today like there's nothing nothing like that yeah The, the match is still strange just right. if you said it. Mm-hmm. We're going to make this comic strip into a show, and into an animated show. And then we're going to get this obscure jazz pianist <laughs> to do the soundtrack for it. Yeah. Oh? <laughs> it's going to be great, I swear. And yeah. no laugh track. It's going to be silent yeah. a lot of the time. It is. It's, and, it's, uh, it's, it's contemplative. For a 25-minute show, it moves pretty slowly in parts. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. um, we didn't mention Maury Laws, who was the longtime musical director for all of the Rankin-Bass stuff. And he mm-hmm. didn't do exactly all of the music himself. Right. Johnny Marks wrote um, the songs and music for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then uh, but then following that, Maury Laws did um, a good chunk of all the rest of their specials. Yeah. And at least arranged everything as well. Yeah. Talented arranger. And he's uh, still staying alive at uh, 95 mm-hmm. right now, just uh, today I learned. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, not good working much... Uh, but uh, but sure. Well, he could ride on the <laughs> on the coattails of his work from 1966. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. 65. Why not? <laughs> those, those things still play. I'm sure That's it made right. him a wealthy man. So they get you know he's got to get at least I don't know 25 35 yeah. cents That's per right. per showing per showing. Sure. I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So signing those checks like Seinfeld. Like, That's right. A little bitty <laughs> two dollars <laughs> here, three dollars there. <laughs> Insert clip of uh, sure things will pick up for you. I don't know if that works. I'm yeah. not sure that works without the visual. Maybe not. Anyway, um, but we, uh, he was a big part of our musical heritage, I mm-hmm. would say. He was. And even through the other thing uh, uh, today I learned was that uh, Maury Laws went all the way through and he did some music for, even for uh, Star Wars, uh, Rogue One Star Wars story. Yeah, it's very strange. I don't, I don't know Kept what. I want to know what, what happened there. <laughs> yeah, I think he assisted with, uh, uh, with some of it for, was it Michael Giacchino that did, uh, I, adapted John Wayne's music? I think that's true. Yeah. I think it was Michael Giacchino. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, pretty amazing. Do a quick behind the scenes. Going 40, check here. 50, well, pretty at least 50 years in the business. Yeah. We talked about the Cold Miser and Heat Miser, the songs from Santa Claus Coming to Town. He wrote, uh, what was the other one? Put One Foot in Front of the Other. That's a big one mm-hmm. um, from that show. But also, Twas the Night Before Christmas, the actually cartoon animated one with the mice 
Oh, yeah. And the clockmaker. Mm -hmm. You hope and I'll hurry. A clip of that. You help make it to be. So you hope and I'll hurry. You pray and I'll plan. We'll do what's necessary because even a miracle needs a hand. You love and I'll labor. You sit and I'll stand. Get help from our next door neighbor because even a miracle needs a hand. There you go. That's eminently catchy. Yeah, that's one I haven't heard in a long time. I haven't, kept, I haven't caught that that special. Hmm. No. Uh, but speaking of not catching specials, since this is our New Year's extravaganza, <laughs> many of you may be listening to this, and by many of you, I mean <laughs> all, some of you, might be listening to this in 2019. So, 2000. Oh, yeah, indeed. We do get a lot of late downloads, so I'm sure that's true. Mm -hmm. When like People are still downloading on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, so good for you, peoples. Yeah. Well done, bots. Wow, spanning two <laughs> decades. <laughs> New Year's Eve Eve. Yeah. yeah. That's when I'll, this will hit. That's when it'll drop. We did Christmas specials. We didn't ever do a Christmas movies thing because that's too huge. I could lower it. We could have an argument about whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or no, not. We can't. No, we can't. Because <laughs> it's not. Wait, do you think it is? Um, oh, we can have an argument about it. It's, it's not. like Home Alone is it's mostly a Christmas movie. But it's not really about that. I don't think I don't consider that a Christmas movie okay. either. So a a okay. movie that has Christmas Fair in enough. it. Okay. All right. All right. So we're in on this topic. All right. All right. If your position is if it's not about Christmas, not a Christmas movie. Yes. Then that's fair game. Yeah. I don't, tons I don't of have any argument with that. There's tons of movies that happen that uh, over the course of uh, let's say years, even mm -hmm. sure. uh, much less a year, right. and so a Christmas goes by or Christmases go by, mm -hmm. but they're not the focus of the movie. So the weapon though too. Yeah. Like, people don't talk about Lethal Weapon. Right. That's at Christmas. It's set at Christmas. Yeah. So, if, uh, yeah, if Die Hard is, then Lethal Weapon certainly yeah. is, but I don't consider either of them no. uh, Christmas movies. But, you know, Miracle on 34th Street, that's a Christmas movie. Right. Uh, um, yeah, what's an, uh, I Had a Good Life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life. It wasn't bad. Is uh, <laughs> The movie starring Jimmy Stewart. You know, that movie. That was the rough draft. Like, fair enough with Jimmy Stewart. That film. <laughs> Forget about <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> the senior Spielbergo yeah. version. Right. <laughs> eh, it's a life. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah, wonderful life. Is is Christmas enough? Yeah, I would say. Um, yeah, you know, and that's is it a takeoff on the Christmas Carol? Kinda. Mm. I mean, it's a tale of redemption. I guess that's yeah. fine. And there's the ghosts in it and whatnot. Yep. Angels. Yeah. I don't guess there are any angels and Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol's. I found Mostly. even the Ghost of Christmas Present kind of frightening. Wow. It's too big and loud. <laughs> yeah, well, then they're Scrooged. Uh, yeah. Full on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How are your ears right now? Are they cold? No. Do you get cold ears? I do. Because here's some turtle fur if you want. Oh, sweet. Okay, no, I'm fine. Okay. Um, I usually walk to work without a hat to preserve my... Like what hair I you have. do, yeah. The, because if it, I think it looks dumb if it gets all smooshed down. Yeah, I don't like hat head. But I have to be in front of the public. Mm -hmm. But once my ears start to hurt uh, from the icy wind, then I'll, I'll give up and put on a hat. Yeah, but then I end up wearing the hat all day. The problem is, mm -hmm. it's lovely and warm while I'm in 
going to work while I'm outside. Once I'm inside, it's way too hot, mm-hmm. and I want to take it off. But then smooshed hair again, and yeah. I think I look silly. Yeah, I hear the the days when I had thick, lustrous hair. <laughs> I could not wear wear a hat because it's still thick in there. It's just <laughs> that's true. the placement is less yeah. than your desire. Yeah, it's moved around. <laughs> so now when I just uh, you know shave it all down, well, not mm-hmm. quite shave, but buzz it all down, mm. then I can wear any hat I want. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of nice. It's true. <laughs> they fit a little loose, even <laughs> <laughs> less friction. Yeah. Whoop. <laughs> what was Mr. Burns use? Scalp wax? Yeah. It's a good scalp waxing. Did you, have you gone shorter recently? Huh? Like it's a little closer than... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, well, sometimes I just, I go a long time be- between haircuts. This latest one was like two months. It, it was starting to lay over. <laughs> so it's starting to fluff out. Yeah, it was like, pretty... Uh, like when they tried to make Picard look older. <laughs> they gave him a wrinkly face, but they only, they basically extended his hair <laughs> another inch. So it's kind of fluffy. Yeah. That's... It's old Picard. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I, but I look it, celebrating it, the ring instead of uh, instead of close cropping. <laughs> hair is odd because uh, our hair growth is odd because it doesn't all grow at the same rate yeah. on my beard either. But mm-hmm. the I, I look like the guy. What's the guy? The boss from Dilbert. Oh yeah, the pointy okay, boss. So so my hair out the the backside starts to point out <laughs> yeah. outward. You know, and this yeah, is same. on a very small scale. Right, but but yeah, it's uh, very odd looking. It's, it's like the upper, this upper bit, like right off the crown of my head. Mm-hmm. The upper side bit starts to, it's, it poofs out. It looks very weird. Yeah, yeah. And so, once they trim it back, then I, I look like a person again. Right. That's what happens. So when I cut it all, or actually I made it do it, uh, she, she buzzes it all down. It's like, okay, that's enough. Mm-hmm. That's, you, you need a haircut. Nah. And then usually a couple weeks later, she gets me a haircut. <laughs> you know, finally get around to, ah, to it. I got in the like, chair. You have to remind me before before <laughs> I go to bed, uh, you, you must have a haircut. I see. And we can put off things for a long time, but it was mm. like two days before my concert, my winter concert. So I was going to be out in public with, uh, you know, adults, sure. not just kids. Yes. So, and then, but then when the kids, uh, I got a haircut and then... They see my little bean here on my head. Explain. Uh, it's a mole. Yeah. Um, and they're like, what's that thing on your head? <laughs> and somebody else is like, quiet, don't ask people that. <laughs> that was the, this latest time. What's the, you got a red thing on your head. I'm like, yes, I know. So, what is it? That's a mole. <laughs> it's my beloved, chi- my beloved tick genie. The secluded confines of the studio. <laughs> yes. We are recording in our studio. So Paul. <laughs> It's a it's a recording studio because mm-hmm. we are recording in it. Right. Right <laughs> yeah. now it's a recording studio. Yeah. It's, Soon it'll be a storage unit. It's a, well, it's mostly a storage unit. Yeah. <laughs> as you can see from the well not you guys, but uh, yeah. you can imagine. We do have books on on shelves. They're not all in boxes, but there are many, many boxes in here. It's a uh, let's say recording studio, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be a, a good for a music studio sure. uh, for practicing in here when when we need her to would, yeah. would you please take that outside? <laughs> Go to the studio. Practice. Hurry up. Yeah. No, no. You've got three hours of practicing still to do this. Stop drumming on the counter. <laughs> Go to your drum set in the studio. Yeah. And by drum set, it'll be one of those electronic... Would you just put your headphones on? <laughs> still. <laughs> I think that would be more annoying if all you heard was tic-tac. You're like, I, I would be intrigued to find out what she was actually playing. <laughs> yeah. I want to plug in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, and then she's got her, um, she's got her sewing gear mm-hmm. out here as well. So that could be a, uh, an arts and crafts studio. Yeah. Uh, sure. Well, so. There's room for a lot of things in here. Yeah. yeah so. 
It can be everything. All things to all humans. Indeed. Or entities. I mean, no casting of aspersions <laughs> yeah. on the... Uh, <laughs> sure. Sentient beings. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's a little reflecty. You would have to baffle it a bit if you can. Oh, sound-wise. Yeah, sound-wise. Sure, sure. Yeah, it'd be a good vocal studio. Yeah. Well, maybe. Good vocal <laughs> studio. <laughs> you, need, you need some... You need at least one wall with a, with a, some kind of... Drapery? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, this little wispy uh, valance here isn't going to cut it. No. <laughs> on the wall. Is there any more Christmas stuff to talk about? And yeah. or New Year's stuff? Well, I don't know. Since we're not big New Year's fans, and, and I am down to 4%, <laughs> we, we could probably wrap it up at this point. But the music is telling us to, so... Uh, <laughs> All right. Then. Okay. Well, we better... We better go uh, get some sleep because in an hour and ten minutes it'll be Christmas, yeah. and uh, in about eight hours the <laughs> baby's going to wake us up <laughs> or demanding sooner. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Christmas. Hey, what's that guitar sound like? This one? Yeah. Ooh, actually not bad. And now, ladies and gentlemen, please listen to the dulcet tones of Marcus on the. Wait, wait! I have to do the outro before I was going to fade this out. <laughs> wait, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna have this be our like our outro as it as it fades right, but you just like play one note and, <laughs> and it's cut. <laughs> okay, here, let me let me play this song and then it's out. Okay, anyway, I'll, I'll cut that part out. But uh, at any rate, so um, if <laughs> you're gonna play us out, Marcus, uh, if you want to send us an email, you can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers and you can tweet us at us at IJC2B. And uh, Marcus blogs every day at MarcusHarwell.com. Still do that. Yep. And everybody, I hope you had a good Christmas and solstice and wintry holiday-related uh, gift-giving or not season or humbuggery. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you in 2019. Thanks for listening, everybody. Everybody.